0: getting ready for the Central Lady Rebels and the Potosi Lady Trojans to dish it out on the softball diamond and to bring in the starting lineup's shelter insurance. Proud to be a part of high school sports. Leading things off for the Potosi Lady Trojans, there's center fielder Emily Hockstadter. Behind her in the order it'll be Ava Wright who plays left. Batting third for the Trojans, it's Jade Williams. She's the first baseman for Potosi. Behind her at shortstop it's Gracie Lawson. Batting fifth for the Potosi Lady Trojans and manning the five spot on the infield third baseman danielle king she'll be followed up by lily brian the catcher for the potosi League trojans shannon riddle comes after that she's the pitcher today for potosi kaylee Logsden is the right fielder batting eighth for potosi and rounding out the order is harley clay their second baseman popped up foul territory playable behind the plate and not handled by cadence cosby The ball had some backspin to it, got caught up in the wind as well. I kind of looped it around and away from her. So the count now sits 0-2, or 1-1, excuse me. Again, that lineup for Potosi, it's Hochstadter, Wright, Williams, Lawson, King, Brian, Riddle, Logsdon, and Clay, for the 1-7 Potosi Lady Trojans under second-year head coach Mariah Coleman. We'll get you the fielding alignment for the Central Lady Rebels in just a moment. This is Alexia Pape. Fires a pitch on the inside part of the plate that misses for a ball. Here's Jared Pettis to introduce you to the rest of the Central Lady Rebels.
1: Sean, thanks. In the outfield, left to right, Alexis Portell. it is Kelsey Polite in center, and JC McMillian in right field around the horn on in the infield. You're looking at Ella McClanahan, the third baseman, Sydney Miles, the shortstop, Kylie Peter is at second base, and Chloe Dishpine, the first baseman. The battery today, Cadence Cosby, who missed that pop up foul because of the wind, and her battery partner in the center circle. It's Alexia Poppy in the pitcher's circle, that is.
0: Three and one count after that pitch in the ball, in the dirt for a ball, and this one shot right back to the pitcher, Pape. Over to first, in time. An easy one away for Alexia Pape on the soft little ground out to her. She began this game with a ball, and the first pitch was brought to you by Boyd & Associates. Turning complicated matters into simple concepts. John Boyd with Boyd & Associates has been bringing accounting integrity, character, client, focus, and dedication to our local community for 20 years. Lined, but foul up the left field line. And
1: it counts it's 0-1 for Ava Wright. McClanahan might have had a chance on that one at the hot corner. She's about a foot inside the bag, but that one just got under so quick, and luckily, luckily for her, it hooked foul.
0: Yeah, she had. She was a step back. I think she definitely would have had a chance to make a play on it. But you're right with being that close at the hot corner as well. When it's lying to you like that, you gotta react quick or you're just not getting it, period. This one fought off foul again, count as 0-2. The pitch, high and outside for a ball. Pitch to Ava Wright, swung on and missed, strike three, Ava Wright. Sent down by Alexia Pape, and that brings Jade Williams to the plate.
1: Sean, we talked about in the pregame that, you know, this might be a game of offensive powerhouse, where or offensive scoring, rather, where you have pitchers that are still trying to find their, their way. Now watch it be a pitcher's duel in a one nothing game at the end of the game. I'll tell you what. Potosi, I think
0: they'll take either way that game would turn out i'll tell you in a moment here i'll tell you next half inning in fact jade williams first pitch to her lines out to alexis portell and that will do it for a three up three down top of the first inning as the trojans go in order we head to the bottom half we'll see the central lady rebels bat for the first time when we return no score on am 1240 kfmo Hi folks, this is Randy Holsey at Flooring Systems. High school
1: sports teaches many lessons that last a lifetime. And that's why we are proud to be a part of high school athletics in the parkland. Stop by or call 573-760-1461. We're Flooring Systems of Farmington, a name you can stand on.
2: Nothing beats the convenience of pushing a button for instant heat and a beautiful fire, even when the power is out. This is Lance Seacrest, and a Leadbelt Stove and Fireplace, we can do just that with our wide variety of Regency and Manesson gas fireplaces. Visit us online and request a quote anytime at leadbeltstove.com.
0: High School Softball on KFMO is brought to you by Shelter Insurance agent Scott Haggerty in Park Hills, Gilster Mary Lee in Chester, Illinois, your local Plaza Tire Service, Little Caesars in Farmington and Deloge, and Graphic Options in Farmington. Bottom of the first inning, no score. We'll see the Central Lady Rebels step to the plate for the first time and bring you their starting lineup brought to you by David Scott Haggerty of Shelter Mutual Insurance. 517 East Main and Park Hills, insuring the parkland since 1955. Out of the left-handed batter's box, it'll be Alexis Portell, the left fielder, to lead things off. After her, it's Kelsey Poli, who roams center field for the Central Lady Rebels. Batting third is Sydney Miles, the young star shortstop for the Central Lady Rebels. As there's a pitch that misses off the plate for a ball. Dayton Cosby is the cleanup hitter for the Central Lady Rebels. She's a, a sophomore phenom herself, but she plays behind the plate. Chloe Dishbine will bat fifth in the order and man first base. Uh, The designated player is Zoe Ray. She'll bat sixth in place of second baseman Kylie Beter. The right fielder is Jason McMillan. She bats seventh. At third base, it's Ella McClanahan. And rounding out the order, it's Alexia Pape, the nine-hitter and pitcher for the Central Lady Rebels. Again, that order, it's Portel Polite Miles. That pitch misses upstairs. No, got part of the strike zone. Portell, Polik, Miles, Cosby, Dishbine, Ray, McMillan, McClanahan, and Pape The order for the 2-2 two two Central Lady Rebels under fourth-year head coach Taylor Guile. Shannon Riddle, kicks and fires. Bunt up the third baseline, scooped up by Danielle King. Crossed the diamond to first, not in time. Will drag Bunt single for Alexis Portell as she's on with nobody out in the bottom of the first inning, and Kelsey Polik coming to the plate. Just met Danielle King. We'll bring you the rest of the fielding alignment for the Potosi Lady Trojans. Here again is Jared Pettis to bring that to you.
1: Left to right in the outfield. Ava Wright, Emily Hocksetter in center. Callie Langston is in right field. Around the horn in the infield, Danielle King, Gracie Lawson, Harley Clay, and Jade Williams is at first base as a stolen bag is going to be collected by Alexis Portel. Behind the plate, Lily Bryan, and in the circle, towing the rubber, doing the pitching, Shannon Riddle. Starting lineups come courtesy of J.J.
0: Vickers Insurance Agency. 63 School Street in Bontaire. allow J.J. to help protect your family with life insurance. So Central, the runner in scoring position on the bottom of the first inning and a 1-0 count to Kelsey Poley. Pitch to her. Right down Broadway for a strike. Count sits one ball, one strike to the center fielder for the Central Lady Rebels. Kelsey Poley. I mentioned before, Jared, for the top half of the inning, and it is one hammered to center field. Well, there. Hochstadter settles, has it. Tagging up, trying
1: to reach third is Portell. She slides in feet first safely. It's a good job of base running by Portell to move up to third on on the out by Kelsey Poli, And a good job by the center fielder, Hochstadter, to track that one with the wind. Especially the wind at her back. That's going the other way. That ball with the hang time it had, it might have been pushed out of
0: here as Miles comes to the plate. We'll see if I get a chance to finish my point here that I was talking before. <laughs> I think one way or another, Potosi's going to be happy if this game is a blowout or a 1-0 game because there's a positive to find in either one of those. An offense that has struggled up to the season so far for the Potosi Lady Trojans, they're averaging about two and a half runs per game. I think they'll be happy if they come away with the uh, with uh, a, you know, like a 10-10 game or what have you. But the pitching has struggled equally for Potosi up to this point in the season so far. As they're averaging 10.5 runs per game, I think they'll be happy with a one nothing ball game. So something that's close, I think there'll be plenty of positives to find.
1: I agree on both ends.
0: 1-1 to Miles. Upstairs, 2-1. and Miles has a runner at third in Alexis Portel in a 0-0 ball game with one out in the bottom of the first inning. Miles digs back in, pitch to her. She turns away from it, it's inside on her, pops out of the glove of the catcher, Lily Bryan, but staying at third base is Portell. And the count goes three and one to Sidney Miles. Getting ready to deliver the pitch, Shannon Riddle. Here it comes, the Slice back. Bit of a late swing from Sydney Miles, but she's got that quick back speed where she can afford to sit back on it a little bit longer than some other players can. Still get a decent swing on that one. Like I said, she was behind, but many players that start their swing that late, they're heading back to the bench right now in a strikeout. Three, two. Sliced foul and out of play. We'll
1: do it all again. I like the start of the hitting order or hitting inning for Central, the bottom of the first. Working the count here for Sydney Miles. The leadoff hitter singled single, and then is already at third base after stealing and then tagging up. 3-2, and it's ball four low.
0: Miles takes her base, and I imagine the aggressive base running that we've seen from Central thus far will continue. Let's see if she decides to swipe second. Caden's Cosby will dig into the right-handed batter's box And Shannon Riddle in a bit
1: of trouble here
0: Riddle and Ava Wright, who's in left field The two main
1: pitchers for the Potosi Lady Trojans Sean, this is not the hitter that you want to be in trouble with Caden's Cosby
0: Pitch to her, Cosby, shows bunt, pulls the barrel back, and Miles with a light jog at about 40% speed for her and a couple high steps as she gets into second base, just trying to go to throw to second. Out of catcher Lily Bryan, but with Portell standing at third, no way at all. Miles could have crawled to second base, and she still would have been given the bag.
1: Pitch <laughs> misses high and inside for a ball. 2-0 your count. Just trying to picture that, a player crawling to second base. You're just yelling at the catcher, throw it
0: down here. Those last <laughs> few strides from Sydney Miles, honestly, that was at about the pace that she probably could have crawled in. 2-0. Low in the dirt, 3-0. First base is open for Cosby, so you could put her there, but then that brings Chloe Dishbine to the plate in a bases-loaded scenario. cortells at third, Miles is at second. Riddle, the 3-0. High and outside, ball four, taking her base. Cadence Cosby and the Central Lady Rebels have juiced the bases in the bottom of the first inning, and five-hitter Chloe Dishbein stepping to the plate. Fresh off a really impressive girls' basketball season for the Central Lady Rebels. Part of their third-place finish in Class class 4. She's got a big opportunity here, and first pitch she sees yanks it foul. Count sits, no balls, one strike. Portell at third, Miles at second, Cosby at first. And Shannon Riddle in a world of trouble in the bottom of the first. Still only one out as well, so if this just gets out of the infield, it's a run. Corners are in, and that one will back Chloe Dishbein off the plate a bit. Count now sits, one ball, one strike middle infield is playing a double play depth but even though she's a catcher, Cadence Cosby, she's a great athlete. She's got some good speed over there. The one-one, called a strike on Chloe Dishbein as she watches it go by and the count sits one and two. Riddle would love a strikeout here. She sets at the belt, rocks back and delivers the one-two. Sliced foul and into the dugout of the Central Lady Rebels. Count remains one and two for Chloe Dishbein. A lot of speed on the base paths in general. Portell at third base. Miles at second. Each of them have stolen a bag. And Cosby at first. One, two. High and outside, two and two. So even if Chloe Dishbein can just get it out of the infield and it drops for a hit, it's probably two runs, I would think, especially with Miles' speed at second. Probably depends what part of the ballpark it's hit to, whether or not you want to send Cosby home from first. Swung on and missed, strike three. Chloe Dishbein waves at that one, and she goes down on strikes for out number two in the bottom of the first inning. That'll bring Zoe Ray to the plate. Big strikeout for Shannon Riddle. Good for her first strikeout of the ballgame. Could not have come at a better time. We're still only in the first inning, but I'll say that confidently. Pitch in the dirt gets away from Lily Bryan a little bit but not enough to give Portel at third a chance to dash home
1: count sits 1-0. and oh. It's a good job by Lily Bryan behind the dish to knock it down and keep it somewhat within range of view Riddle spins the
0: ball on her right hip and delivers the pitch swung on a miss upstairs chasing it was Zoe Ray. It's a 1-1 count with two away in the bottom of the first inning as Ray digs back in open stance deep in the right-handed batter's box as she awaits the pitch here it comes lone inside gets away from the catcher Brian great jump off third from Portel she's in one nothing central lady rebels it almost seemed like out of the release Portel knew there was no chance Lily, Lily Brian was gonna stop that wild pitch Absolutely. She just continued
1: her breakaway speed towards home. That's one of the best, ju- better jumps you'll see, especially on the softball side, when you have to wait until the pitcher releases to get the lead. By the time the pitcher let go of it, like you mentioned. Especially from third base as well. You know, it's one thing you can think, oh yeah, they've just
0: delivered the pitch. You're not going to get picked off. You can get a good jump, but you come off a little too far. Snap throw down to third. Now you're in a pickle. And there's a pitch swung and a miss. Zoe Ray, Riddle, trying to elude danger and limit the Central League Rebels to just one run after having the bases loaded with one out. She's one strike away from pulling that off. Riddle with the 2-2 pitch on the ground towards Short. Lawson picks it up, tosses to second. There's no force there. There's nobody out at second. And two runs coming to score. A miscommunication as Gracie Lawson just tossed it to Harley Clay who was covering the bag, but there was nobody on first courtesy of the wild pitch, and now it's 3 nothing Central Lady Rebels.
1: Well, and That'll be an error on the shortstop, Lawson, and that's just a mental mistake. you got to know the situation with two outs in an inning. That would have been a huge out, and one run scored. Instead, three runners scored in the inning, two on that play. Just a
0: huge e six up on the board, and it's three nothing Central Lady Rebels. Like you said, otherwise it's one nothing, and you're just as a pitcher, Riddle just escaped huge trouble by while limiting it to just one run. One, two, three, two, three. J C McMillan behind in the count.
1: That pitch misses two or away for a ball. One and zero or one and one. I was thinking in my head, the way that Lawson was approaching that ball on the ground, I thought, I was like, there's no way she's going to second, is she? And then she did it. And I, it's just the approach that she was making to the ball. It's just... It was you a gotta, patient gotta, approach. Yeah, got to have communication out there. It was kind of,
0: I mean, you kind of could read her mind as she was doing it. She was thinking, all right, I've got time, second base is right there. And you're kind of, as a watcher, thinking, oh, no. Oh, no, 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 yeah, no, don't yeah, do that. yeah. 2-1 to McMillan now in a 3-0 ball game and that got a piece of McMillan and she tried to skip over the top of it and she'll take first
1: base. Zoe Ray heads to second. It's one of those situations too where Harley Clay was heading to the bag and that situation went the second baseman yelling first or 1-1 one, one or something to let the fielder know. Somebody on the field's got to be screaming that.
0: And credit to the Central Lady Rebels. cadence Cosby running hard out of the box even on a light grounder to shortstop like that. That's the reason she was able to come home. Smacked into right field. It will one-hop on Logsdon. Stopping at third is Ray. It's a single for McClanahan. And the bases are reloaded by the Central Lady Rebels. Second time they've done that in this first inning. And here comes Alexia Pape to the plate. And this is where this game could go from bad to worse. If Pape can reach base safely, not only does at least one more run come home to score, we're back to the top of the order that got to Riddle pretty good.
1: This is a huge out if you're Riddle. She almost had it earlier. and You don't want to think in the circle. You don't want to think, well, now I have to get a fourth out. And in the situation that you just saw where the fielder made the error, the pitcher's going to be thinking, well, I'm going to have to do it myself.
0: I think it's easier to have this mindset when there's two outs versus one. Fouled back out of play. And onto the pavilion here at the Park Hill Sports Complex. You know, when you're thinking t- when you've got one route, one out, you could be thinking, okay, we got to get a double play or something like that. It can't, you know, it can't be popped up to the outfield. When there's two outs, you can just play regular softball. You know, you don't have to try to think of, oh, how am I going to get the strike out here because I need that. This one popped up, hooking third base side, but it'll hook out of play. Count remains one ball, one strike to Alexia Pape.
1: One and two, excuse me. Talk about how that wind is carrying it. That went all the way into the uh, Mac field over here at the Sports Complex, the Mac softball field. And it was just with the wind that they've got here at the Park Hill Sports Complex, which
0: it's a windy day, which makes it feel like a typical day at the Park Hill Sports Complex. Absolutely, <laughs> it is just wind whipping like crazy all year round here. As that one misses upstairs for a ball count, all even at two balls, two strikes. Well, back to my point before, you know, you, you can kind of just play soft, regular softball. You can get an out, uh, however you get that third out doesn't matter, but when you got the bases loaded and one out, there's a lot of outs that you can get that result in a run being scored. Fouled straight back, count remains all even at two and two. Shannon Riddle now trying to limit the damage to just three runs in the first inning. The 2-2. So up the middle. Backhanded by the second baseman, King. She throws the first, it's too low, and gets away from the first baseman, Jane Williams. One run comes in to score. Now there's a miscommunication. Two runners are at second base for the Central Lady Rebels. One gets tagged, the other comes off the bag. She gets tagged, and that's the third and final out to end the inning. Bit of a chaotic inning for the Central Lady Rebels as they get four runs off of three hits, or two hits rather, two errors. And they leave two stranded on base with the miscommunication on the base running in the field. But the Potosi Trojans, through one inning of play, find themselves in a hole. 4 nothing. they trail. We'll see them back when we return with the top of the second inning. After this, on the Parkland Sports Leader AM 1240 KFMO.
4: Started back in 1982, Dalton Home Improvement has grown to be one of the most competitive siding companies in Missouri. Owned by Hank Kinsey, his crews are highly qualified installers experienced in new construction and rehab. Dalton Home Improvement, 431-2373. Proud to be a part of high school sports.
3: Today's tax laws are complicated. A relatively simple return can be confusing. It is easy to overlook deductions to which you are entitled. Hi, I'm John Boyd with Boyd & Associates in Farmington. Accounting is what we do best. We are professional, experienced, affordable, and offer a broad range of services for business owners, executives, and independent professionals. We turn complicated matters into simple concepts. Find us online at Boyd-CPA.com. Boyd & Associates, we are proud supporters of high school sports.
1: At Ozarks Federal Savings and Loan, our community loan program is designed for skilled essential workers and professionals. This program offers these individuals low to no money down home loans. So if you are a medical or dental professional or a community hero, Call or stop by any of our Ozarks Federal locations to find out more. At Ozarks Federal, we know our customers by name. We want you to love us as much as we love our communities. Always loyal, always local. Ozarks Federal, the homeowner's bank. OFSL.Bank, equal housing lender, member FDIC.
0: Top of the second inning, Central Lady Rebels with a four spot up in the bottom of the first. That's all they get is some miscommunications on their own end or their own undoing. Here comes the Potosi Lady Trojans trailing 4-0. It's Gracie Lawson, the 4-hitter, to lead things off. She watches a pitch from Alexia Pape kick up some dust here. And the count sits 1-0. Pitch. Right back up the middle and through for a base hit as it just bounced space above the glove of the pitcher for Pape and underneath the glove of the diving Kylie Peter. I mean, If we had those advanced analytics that you'll get from Amazon
1: or Google or something like that, the hit probability of that one would probably be point-something percent. Yes, yes. That was a... It's one of them soft-sinking liners that just finds a hole. If that's a half-inch lower, it's snagged by Alexia Pape. If it's a
0: half-inch higher, it's snagged by Kylie Peter diving at second base.
1: So the Potosi Lady Trojans
0: have a runner on first, and Daniel King swings through the first pitch. She sees she's behind the count 0-1. Pitch to are popped up foul territory. Well behind us and out of play. Count 0-2 to King. During our pregame conversation, Taylor Kyle had some high praise for Alexia Pope's settled down as maybe the best starter so far this season for the Central Lady Rebels. Between her and City Miles, in terms of best pitcher, perhaps, but. Bobby throws strikes, and that's the biggest thing you can ask for out of a pitcher, especially from a team that oh, up to this point in the season so far has had a hard time finding consistency in the circle. The 1-2. High and outside, 2-2. Two and two. After King, it's Lily Bryan who's up on deck. The 2-2. Chop towards shore. We'll see if the Central Lady Rebels can turn two miles to Peter for one. Over the first, Dishbine comes way off the bag to get the stop. So it's just a fielder's choice. Can't tag an error and assume the double play. An off throw from Peter, even still, to get Daniel King. I think it would have taken a perfect and an even stronger throw from Peter there.
1: Absolutely, it would have. Peter just kinda, she had to come off the bag too to get a good throwing lane, and it just, there wasn't enough time anyways to get the runner that was Danielle King at first. But the
0: Central Lady Rebels do get the lead runner for the first out in the top of the second inning. And the first pitch to Lily Bryan is yanked well foul. Unplayable on the left field side, and the count sits 0 one If Bryan can reach base safely or does not swing into a double play it's shannon riddle who's up on deck she waves at that one way out in front of it and the count is 0-2 to brian poppy sets leans back and delivers the 0-2 low and outside missing for a ball one ball two strikes got daniel king at first for the potosi lady trojans Lily Bryan up at the plate in a 4-0 ball game that they're on the wrong end of It's to the top of the second inning. The 1-2 towards short. Central will get another chance of turning two to Peter for one. She turns the throw to first, not in time. So again, another 6-4 fielder's choice for the Central Lady Rebels, their second in a row. And there are two outs in the top of the second inning with Shannon Riddle coming to the plate. Riddle a chance to help her own cause. Four runs tagged to her stat line back in the bottom of the first inning. And she walks to the first pitch to her, go right down Broadway for a strike, 0-1. Only one of those runs were earned to Riddle, however. As Poppy nods and delivers the pitch. Pulled foul, 0-2. Credit to Poppy. And Coach Kyle said that she throws strikes. What is this, like the third or fourth at-bat in a row? She's gotten ahead 0-2 in the count to start it yes, off? Yes, yep, it is the third straight. Popeye asks for the signs again from Cosby and delivers the pitch. Sliced foul. This time on the first base side. And the count sits 0-2 still.
1: You look at it, though, this is just the fourth hitter that's gotten into a, a two-strike count. The first being Ava Wright, and she struck out swinging in the first.
0: We saw the Central Lady Rebels earlier this year as there's a swing and a miss. and The pitching hasn't looked good, good in that game as it has through the first two innings here so far. As the Potosi Lady Trojans, Leave one runner stranded, no runs, one hit, and no errors, and we head to the bottom of the second inning. It's a 4-0 game. Central Lady Rebels will look to add to that lead when we return after this. on the Parkland Sports Leader, AM 1240, KFMO Park Hills.
4: The St. Francis County Community Partnership is a proud supporter of local high school sports, and they remind you to stay alcohol and drug-free for your best possible performance. The St. Francis County Community Partnership, adding value, bringing hope, online at sfccp.org. It's back! What's
2: back, Charlotte? I'm not going back to work.
4: No, silly. The pretzel crust pizza at Little Caesars.
2: Ah, so customers can once again enjoy our pretzel crust topped with creamy cheddar cheese and loaded pepperoni. Yum!
4: Yep, and it's every day, hot and ready from four to eight for only 6 dollars
2: So try one today. Charlotte, I say pretzel, you say...
4: Little Caesars in Farmington and Deloge.
2: Oh, well, at least it's back. The Bullpen Sports Grill in Lettington is the area's favorite hangout for sports and fun for the entire family or even your office. Enjoy a menu full of delicious food, cornhole and pool, video games, and, of course, any sports game you can imagine on one of the big screens. Visit the Bullpen Sports Grill on Facebook and at 1500 East Main Street in Lettington. The kitchen now opens seven days a week
0: and until 1 a.m. There's only one way to play in the bullpen, and that's at the Bullpen Sports Grill. You won't be disappointed. For more than 115 years, Belgrade State Bank has been neighbors helping neighbors. It's how we do business, and it's what sets us apart, shaping every decision we make from supporting local causes to helping businesses and families succeed. Our checking and savings accounts, mortgages, personal and business loans, and financial planning help people reach their goals and live their dreams. It makes all the difference. Belgrade State Bank, a wise place to do business since 1906. Member FDIC.
3: After I drop the kids off, I have to run across town for a meeting, hit the gym during lunch. Jake has soccer tonight, and Emily has gymnastics? Oh, did I turn on the Crock-Pot this morning? <laughs> with a never-ending to-do list, it's easy to forget something important, like setting up a life insurance plan with Shelter Insurance. Your local shelter agent can show you how to create a safety net for your
2: family. Shelter Life Insurance Company, Columbia, Missouri.
3: Find the award-winning service you need with the Haggerty Agency in Park Hills.
0: First pitch delivered as a strike to Alexis Bortell as the leadoff hitter will lead off the second inning the central lady rebels usually a sign of a good start to the ball game if your leadoff hitter leads off to begin the second inning of a game pitch missing low for a ball one and one it has been so far for the central lady rebels for nothing they
1: lead tough situation for potosi last inning in a, a situation where they could have avoided a uh, a bad inning if you will just things that the snowball that falls down the mountain and becomes a uh a rolling boulder of snow, of uh, ice. Yeah, I mean, it really, it looked like it
0: was going to be that way. And imagine here in this instance, if we're still in the bottom of the first inning and it's Portel coming to the plate with the bases loaded. That's how it should have been. Yeah. 1-2. One, One hopper to the plate. 2-2 two and two, your count. Nobody on here. So no harm, no
1: foul with that pitch missing way downstairs for Shannon Riddle. You look at it and, yeah, Potosi got themselves into trouble. But Central helped Potosi out of it, like yeah. you mentioned. On play. You usually see it, but. Well, it's
0: kind of a chain of reaction that created that instance. Is there's a pitch that misses low and away for a ball. Three and two now, the count as Portel works it back to a full count. You know, going back to how that inning ended, Pape reached on a uh, ground ball towards Harley Clay that her throw to first was just a little too low. It was an error. As this one yanked foul off the end of the bat. The problem was J.C. McMillan at third base started to go home. She's about halfway, too. She yeah. probably could have made it. And then decided in the last second to just double back. That forced Ella McClanahan back to second base. As this one popped up foul
1: territory, third
0: base side now to play.
1: The problem with that is McClanahan was yeah. already at third base.
0: And, but McClanahan was already starting to run, yeah, we are right, towards third. She so was already. She to go back. She was about a foot away and from that forced, third. That forced Popey then. To have to try to make her way from second base, where she was already she was standing, standing yeah, she was safe on second base. Then have to run back, and the ball was already there. It's a matter of somebody's out at that point. It's just a matter of who. This one also popped off foul and out of play.
1: Portel, a nice at bat from her. In that situation, Sean, would they even had have to tag Pompey, or would they just have to throw to first? I, I don't think. think it's, I think as long
0: as she's the, I, they're as long as someone is still standing at second base, McClanahan would still be standing at second base. She'd be out if they stepped on first, I believe. But, you know, it's a matter of you throw it to first. McClanahan steps off. Now she's safe at second. It's McClanahan who's in the pickle. So you're best off just kind of tagging both of them and then kind of turn into the umpire like, okay, which one of them is out? Because both of them can't be standing on the bag. As there's ball four. Nice at-bat from Alexis Portel to lead off the bottom of the second. Here comes Kelsey Poley to the plate. Bullied over one in the game so far, shows Bunt, pulls the barrel back, swiping second bases, Portella she's in sliding, and the throw gets away from Clay and Lawson, and she'll take third as well. Throw was a little off from Lily Bryan, but certainly one that Lawson or Clay should have handled.
1: Yeah, it's going to be tough to put the error on somebody. The throw was beyond the bag, you could put it on the catcher, but that's one that the second baseman, who was backing up, should have caught.
0: Yeah, I think you have to put it on Lily Bryan just because it was off, but it wasn't a bit you know a terrible throw by any means just a little offline one that the infielders for the middle infielders that is for Potosi certainly should have had smoked up the middle through for a base hit it's 5 nothing Central Lady Rebels as Sydney or excuse me Kelsey Bully will bring home Alexis Portel on the
1: RBI single you got a feel for Shannon Riddle in the circle that's just one where yeah we shouldn't we probably shouldn't have had the out there at second base but she shouldn't be sin, standing at, at third and scoring on that single even then, I mean, Alexis Portel's speed,
0: it's hard to think that a single up the middle like that does probably score. off on contact. Yeah. 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 It's not like that was the one where, okay, is this going to be a play made on it? And into second, standing up with the steal as Kelsey That time a better throw from Lily Bryan, but just a little too late, as loss and couldn't apply the tag in time. Pitch to Sidney Miles was a strike. The one Fights it off foul and out of play. Ricochets off the light support and then off the top of the dugout for the Central Lady Rebels. And the count is 0-2 for Central shortstop. She'll get a play from Taylor Guile, back in the head coaching duties for the Central Lady Rebels. Step out, check the wristband, and dig back in. The 0-2 fought off foul count remains 0-2 This has been a terrible inning for shannon riddle she's been hit hard a couple times here but you know, she's gotten ahead in the counts a couple times now against the top of the order that's what you want but eventually portell worked it back to a walk after fighting off a number of bitches and polly the nice hit single this one well struck into right center field but the wind will cause it to hang up and hockstatter makes a play on it into third standing up as she tags up is kelsey polly and by not sliding, she's daring fate. And Coach Guile, I think, is having that conversation with her right now as Pauline has a bit of a chuckle at third base. You know, that t- it wouldn't have been a close play at second base had she slid, but Lawson almost had a play <laughs> on her because of that. It shouldn't have been a close play at third. It was almost a close play from Daniel King because she didn't slide
1: there. Hawkstadter did a good job of getting that one in, too. That was a ball that was drilled to the gap, and I think the wind kind of knocked down a bit and allowed Hawkstadter to get to it. Yeah, that got as caught up in the wind
0: as you're gonna see you look at the American flag way out in center field and it's just blowing straight that direction in from right center field has Cadence Cosby behind on the first pitch she sees count goes 0-1 She's got a runner at third and Kelsey Poley in a 5 nothing ball game favoring the Central Lady Rebels trying to add to it one away bottom of the second here's the pitch hit in the air left field yanked well foul and unplayable but that thing is fair that's two more runs for the Central Lady Rebels Hit in the air, shallow center field. Hochstetter comes on and makes the play. And they got the runner leaving early, I think. Poli comes in to score. I don't know. I, don't, I, don't I think, think she might I have been able to make They haven't checked down at third base yet. As it stands right now, it's 6 0. But Potosi still has yet to check and getting ready to throw a pitch of Shannon Riddle. See, Frittle throws the pitch, and she does. They don't check over at third. I thought that was a bit of an early jump there from Poley to third base. And it's 6-0 officially Central Lady Rebels. Pitch missed for a ball to Chloe Dishbine. The 1-0. A one-hopper to the plate, 2-0. I'm always in favor of, listen, if it's close, just play a quick little game of catch with your third baseman. Just see what happens. Yeah. Worst case scenario, they just confirmed, yep, yeah, safe. Best case scenario, the inning's over. And that's one run fewer than the Central Lady Rebels have up on the board. Off the plate, missing for a ball. 3-0 and oh to Chloe Dishbine in a 6-0 ball game favoring the Central Lady Rebels. Dishbine playing up in this batter's box. And an open stance. Pops this one up. Foul territory into the stands and behind us and out of play. Green light for Dishbinder, the 3-0 count. She fouls it off.
1: I was ready for that one, Sean. It was coming right to us. That's
0: it. I looked up, and it's kind of like, okay, this is going to be behind the dugout. But with that win, now I'm seeing why it's been quite the adventure for some of the players in the field here. That thing started to swing its way towards us and eventually landed just a few feet behind us. Bitch fouled straight back time a nice bounce back from the pitcher, Shannon Riddle, as she brings the count full after falling behind 3-0. 3-2 to Chloe Dishbein as Riddle sets. And here it comes. and outside, that's ball four. And Dishbein will take first base and that brings Zoe Ray up to the plate. Ray's 0 for 1 in the game so far reached on an error by shortstop gracie lawson that could have ended the bottom of the first inning with only one run scored by central but lawson tossed at the to second base not knowing the situation that there was nobody on first base to get out at second forget they're just not being a force at second there was nobody to get out there this one hammered up the middle over the top of the second baseman harley clay and into right center field for a base hit dish off on contact is standing up at third It's runners at the corners for the Central Lady Rebels in a 6-0 ball game with J.C. McMillan coming to the plate.
1: Here we are again, Sean, two outs in the inning, and a couple of situations where had you gotten a good throw or a a better throw or a better play, we'd be out of the inning, but Central's got a runner in scoring position with two outs, and J.C. McMillian comes up, and she was hit by a pitch in her first at-bat, which was just last inning. So McMillian digs in. As Riddle delivers the pitch
0: in there for a called strike, the counts, it's and the count hits 0 1. Got Ella McClanahan awaiting her turn on deck. Alexia Pape, if we get any further than that, it's back to the top of the order. Here's the 0 1. Swung on a miss. 0 and 2. Riddle with the 0-2 pitch. Fouled back. Count remains 0-2. You've got Zoe Ray at first. At third is Chloe Dishbine. A chance for Shannon Riddle to limit the damage. We'll see if they can take advantage. The 0-2 pitch. Swung on a miss, strike three. That will end the bottom of the second inning. But the Central Lady Rebels, they plate two more off of two hits, one error, but they leave a pair of runners stranded on base. For the Potosi Lady Trojans, they'll send Logsden, Clay, and Hoxstetter to the plate. When we return after this, they trail six to nothing through two innings of play on the Parkland Sports Leader AM 1240 KFMO.
4: Lecary Auto Body Supply, your PPG distributor for the parkland for over 30 years, is proud to support your hometown auto body businesses. Because these business owners were your classmates, they're your neighbors, your fellow church members, and their kids attend school with your kids. Support those who help support your community for years like American Metal and Mineral Point, offering full collision and classic restoration over 100 years of combined experience. American Metal also gives glass replacement and chip repair, paintless dent removal, and a lifetime warranty on their work. Voted best body shop in the parkland in 2018. American Metal and Collision is located on Business Park Drive in Mineral Point. And if you're looking for name recognition, look no further than Brad Wooten with Brad Wooten Auto Body. Located in the beautiful Arcadia Valley, Brad Wooten has a 10,000 square foot state-of-the-art facility with factory trained technicians and loaner cars on site. It's Brad Wooten Auto Body located at 401 North Main Street in Ironton. LeCarrie Auto Body, your PPG distributor in the parkland for over 30 years, is proud to support your hometown repair shops.
0: Complete vision care in Lettington and Festus, proudly serving the parkland's eye care needs since 1966. We would like to thank you for voting complete vision care as the best eye doctor of the parkland five years in a row. Complete vision care in Lettington and Festus, the ideal choice. First pitch in the top of the third inning goes five hole on Cadence Cosby as it misses for a ball to Kaylee Logsden, the eight hitter for the Potosi Lady Trojans. Batting here in the top of the third inning in a 6-0 ball game in here to take over the play-by-play duties is Jared Pettis.
1: Sean thinks. Poppy's still in the circle and her 1-0 in there for a strike. Pulled the string on it and Logsdon out in front. The count's even at one ball, one strike. And Poppy back to the rubber. The 1-1. Off-speed in there again at the letters. And Logsdon goes from being ahead 1-0 to behind 1-2 started to
0: get into it when the last
1: time we saw Papa in the circle
0: that inning ended back in the second but she was the starter against the St. Genevieve Dragons and it wasn't a great game for her not all of it was her doing there were some errors mixed in there as well but she only lasted one inning she allowed three hits five runs none of them earned she didn't walk anyone but she struck one out and did allow a home run in that game as well in her one inning of
1: work and Logsdon is down on strikes so as she is well out in front of the off-speed pitch. The third strikeout by Poppy, and that brings in Harley Clay. This, this Klee. time, however, Poppy just seems to be in a lot more control of what's going on. And Clay is ahead in the count as the first pitch misses below the knees. Poppy was aggressive
0: in terms of attacking the strike zone in that game, however. Out of the 19 pitches she threw in the first inning,
1: 13 of them were for strikes. The 1-0 chased and missed by Harley Clay. Has one hit on the season and nine at bats, and the count's one and one. And Poppy deals that one in the dirt for a ball. Poppy sat down the side in order in the first, needed just 16 pitches to get through the second. Now she's ahead, or evening the count rather, two and two as Clay swings and misses. One hit, and that's Gracie Lawson, and then the next two grounded in the fielder's choice. Same, ruling 2-6-4 right to the shortstop as the 2-2 is at the letters, but just high, and the count runs full at 3-2. Shannon Riddle actually struck out to end the inning in the second. No damage was done. Central used all nine hitters in the first to score four runs. The 3-2, this one laced to the third baseman, but it's gonna find a hole. And that's going to be a one-out single from Harley Clay, and that'll send us back to the top of the order. Emily Hochstetter coming up.
0: Really nice pieces of hitting from Harley Clay. Patient, waited for her pitch to come. There was one right there, just out over the plate. She was a little out in front and pulled it, but like you said, got it right past the third baseman, Ella McClanahan, and into left field for a
1: base hit. And McClanahan expecting bunt now. She's a couple of feet inside of the third base bag, and Hochstetter stands in. Watches the first one miss low and away for a ball with the runner at first, that's Clay. Hoekstetter does have two RBI on the season. And the 1-0. At the letters, but just a little bit high and the count's 2-0 in favor of Emily Hoekstetter. Poppy to the rubber, the righty deals. This one lifted foul behind the Potosi dugout. Sockstetter chase one at the knees. Um, go sorry, ahead. go ahead. No, oh, you're, you're good. This is a good test for
0: Pope here. You got a runner at first, top of the order up, and only one out as well in the top of the third inning. Got some wiggle room to work with, too, so it's not like this is a huge pressure situation on Popeye, but... It's a good opportunity to see how she's grown from that early season contest against the St. Genevieve Dragons where she took the loss in that 14-7 ball game to where she is now. Again, not quite the same level of high-powered offense with
1: Potosi this year compared to St. Gen this year, but still a tough test. The 2-2 poke to right field. That one's going to get down for a single and pulling into second base Harley Clay and reaching with one out Emily Hochstetter, and that brings in Ava Wright as the bottom of the lineup has set the table. Based on McMillan's angle, she knew she had no chance at making a play on the
0: ball while it was in air. She was just getting ready to cut it off on a hop. So the only question at that point was, is it going to land in fair territory? And it was fair by about a foot, if not less.
1: And that brings in Ava Wright, who's batting two thirty-one on the season, also has an RBI and one homer on the year. And here we are again with Poppy
0: though. Now it's two on and one out, and some speed on the base paths as well with Emily Hochstadter, the center
1: fielder at first base. Poppy deals. This is going to act as a swinging bunt. They're going to throw it to third, and they got a force out. What a play by the catcher, Cadence Cosby. And another good play by Sydney Miles, the shortstop to come over and cover the bag as Ella McClanahan was coming towards the ball on the sort of swinging bunt from Ava Wright. Well, that shows you just the intelligence both Cosby
0: and Miles have. Even as young as they are as sophomores on the softball diamond, Cosby immediately decided, I'm going to third with this. Miles knew she was gonna do that
1: and made the play at third. First pitch swing and Jade Williams sends it to the left field wall. One run's gonna come in to score. They're gonna send right around. She'll score as the throw is offline and pulling into third after the double that's jade williams with a two rbi double and potosi's on the board six to two nice aggressive base
0: running from the potosi lady trojans love that there yeah you need six runs so maybe thinking hold up the runner a little bit but Let's get some action on the base pass. Let's make something happen. Force the issue if you're a Potosi. You get a little momentum at their backs. I like the decision to send the runner from third there. And then on top of that as well, great heads-up base running from Gracie Lawson to take the open spot at third base with nobody covering for Central. If someone was there, she doesn't have the opportunity to take it. But... Mcclinahan was kind of staying in between third and home miles wasn't covering she was the one that threw it in so no one was there and Lawson took advantage
1: Jade Williams at third base Gracie Lawson to the dish and she's batting 636 on the year those are the first two RBIs for Jade Williams all season excuse me it was
0: Williams that took third base but you know, Jade Williams she's up in the three spot today but that's saying something about the way the state of the offense over the course of the season. You've played eight games, and your current number three hitter just got her first two RBIs in game number nine on the season for you. Usually it's like, okay, bottom of the order, they just got the first RBIs. Understandable. Your three hitter, yeah. usually they've got a couple under their belt at this point in the season.
1: That brings in the cleanup hitter, Gracie Lawson, who leads the team in RBIs with four on the year, five extra base hits, and a homer. Seven hits overall, batting 636, the first pitch to her. That one's high and outside for a ball. Now ahead in the count, you can expect a hitter's pitch. Poppy's still in the circle, the 1-0. This one sent in the air to center field, coming on to get it on a crouch. Kelsey Pollitt puts it away and that'll retire the side. Tosi does get two runs, though, on three hits, one left on. And we send you to the bottom of the third inning, central leading, six to two on KFMO.
3: Edward Jones is a proud sponsor of local high school sports on KFMO. Call financial advisors John Brown or Madison Brown in Farmington at 573-756-9002 for all your investment needs. Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Member FDIC. It's finally warming up. The sun is shining. The rain is falling, which means the flowers are blooming. And I have a fever. Spring fever, that is. Ashley Sism here from Sam Sesam Ford Lincoln, the home of the lifetime warranty. The sunshine makes us happy around here, and we want to help spread the fever. So get outside and come check out our spring Fever salesman, cars, trucks, vans, and SUVs, from Ford to Volkswagen, and all makes and models in between. We have window tech specials popping up like daisies. Allergies may have you in a fog, but it's clear and clear here this April. Find your car, find your payment, and find yourself driving away in a newer and nicer car this spring with no hassles. Do some spring cleaning and trade your old car now, even if you owe more than it's worth. We want to help you jump over all those bad credit puddles and get you approved. You may just end up with spring fever, too. Find your car, find your payment, and find yourself driving away in a newer, nicer car during our spring fever sales event. But hurry, we won't be spring cleaning for long. We want you to visit us today at Sam Sism Ford Lincoln, the home of lifetime warranty. Call 431-3177 or shop online at SISM4.com.
2: Some negative
0: equity may be refinanced. Offers may not combine. See dealer for details.
2: To everyone who needs a little delight in their day, let our team member, Paul, tell you about one of our favorite sweet treats.
4: Making special moments at mealtime is a tradition in Wisconsin. And what better way to sweeten your day than a Culver's creamy, fresh frozen custard and your favorite mix-ins? We handcraft every concrete mixer exactly the way you like. From caramel
3: to your favorite candies like
4: Butterfinger.
2: Come to Culver's and let us make your day a little bit sweeter. From Wisconsin with love, welcome to delicious.
3: Visit your local Culver's on Karsh Boulevard in Farmington.
0: High School Softball on KFMO is brought to you by the Riverside Grill in Park Hills, Leadco Community Credit Union in Farmington and Park Hills, the St. Francis County Community Partnership in Farmington, Culver's in Farmington, and Edward Jones agents Josh Brown in Farmington and Allison Kennan in Park Hills.
1: About to get to the bottom of the third inning, and Potosi brings in a new arm. It'll be Ava Wright as her and Shannon Riddle switch spots. Riddle now in left field. Wright comes in to the circle,
0: and she will pitch. So the book is closed on Riddle. She pitches two innings complete, faces 16 batters on 65 pitches, 37 for strikes, 28 for balls. She'll have four hits, six runs, three of them earned. She walked four, struck out two, plunked a batter. ERA of 10.5. She did leave four stranded and is currently in line for the loss.
1: Ella McClanahan leading things off for Central. She's ahead in the count 1-0 as Wright misses outside. On deck, Alexia Poppy And in the hole, Alexis Portel, the top of the Central order. McClanahan singled in the first. And she'll lift this one in the air between the pitcher and catcher. The third baseman going to come on, and no one's going to touch it. It'll hop foul. That's a break for as The wind just kept it in no man's land on the infield. And the spin... Bumped it back into foul territory before anybody touched it. Well and here's the problem, and it's not really anybody's fault, but immediately
0: I think both King and Wright were calling for it. And so the catcher, Lily Bryan, kind of backed off to not collide with anyone. And with the wind, and again hindsight being twenty twenty, it should have been her going for it and calling for it hard to read it off the bat but just based on where it landed it would have been blowing right towards her she had the best angle to it because of that but again with king and right off the bat it looked like it was going to be their ball to play they just couldn't catch up to it with the wind
1: the one one knuckled foul beyond the potosi dugout and it's now one and two McClanahan in the hole the one two this one fouled off behind us and we'll redo the one two count
0: we have seen a good job from Central throughout this game of fouling off a ton of pitches and just, you know, working counts back full, getting something better that they can put a nice swing on. This is a Central ball club that so far Patosi's had a hard time just putting them away.
1: And the one-two misses in the dirt in the left-handed batter's box and the counts even at two and two to the righty, Ella McClanahan. The 2-2. Two, two. That one, oh, I thought it was going to be a ball instead, just swatting at it, and that'll result in a single and maybe more for McClanahan. She'll round the bag hard as she just poked at that one A hatchet swing, if you will, and just somehow got up beyond the third base bag where it hopped into foul territory, but since it's past the bag, it's a fair ball. Well, if we're talking about chopping wood, Ella McClanahan had great form there. We're not.
0: We're talking about swinging a bat. Not great form (laughs) there, but it just kind of slipped out of the hands of Ava Wright and was much like an EFAS pitch that you would see in baseball that, you know, the major league level will come in at like an obnoxiously low 48 miles an hour or something like that. It was that kind of equivalence.
1: Poppy showing Bunt, she'll foul it off of her leg, and that'll be a strike.
0: And then the result out of it, she, like I said, you know, over the top swung at it. It just blooped over the head of Danielle King and just landed
1: fair as well. I was just about to say that one will be high for a ball three, and no, she swung at it. Poppy, and she's behind 0-1. The pitch from right showing Bunt again. That one's laid down in a beauty. Might have rolled foul and said the third baseman picks it up, and they get, oh, they don't get the out at first. Oh, that was a close one as Poppy beats it out by a toenail. I'll
0: tell you what, I don't know if it was that close. I thought by a, a good half stride that Poppy was out at first. I think that was a pretty generous call from the infield umpire there. And now it's two on and nobody out. And the top of the order up for the Central Lady Rebels.
1: Sean, I'm with you. I, ooh, that was almost 1985 World Series type of call there where the out was almost about a half a step.
0: Yeah. I I really didn't think that was that close. I was surprised by that
4: call.
1: And this one pushed to left field by the lefty, Alexis Portel, and that'll load the bases as a late jump from the runner at second, McClanahan had to make sure the fly ball wouldn't have been caught. So three straight singles to open the inning. Sorry, Sean.
0: You know, go ahead. Here's where there's two runs for Potosi, at least help prolong this game and the chances for the Lady Trojans. They trail six to two. And if they were trailing 6-0, bases loaded, 2-3-4, do it for the Central Lady Rebels, nobody out. We could be starting to have the conversation of, okay, you get four runs in this inning here, and all of a sudden you've got six outs to try to get some runs back to keep this game going. you got a little more breathing room because of that, but you're still under that pressure just because of the situation. Bases loaded, nobody out. Pauleet swings and
1: misses at the first pitch she sees.
0: Pauleet, who's 1-for-2 with a single on a line drive up the middle. Sydney Miles, who's 0-for-1 she had that really well struck fly out to right center field
1: holy chases one at her chin and she's behind 0 and two with nobody out and the base is loaded we're in the bottom of the third inning currently six to two central leading threatening more
0: ava wright in trouble
1: not too dissimilar from
0: what shannon riddle found herself in multiple times in the first inning
1: do2 back up the middle one run will score coming around third as poppy she'll be waved in the throw is not in time and poppy's there standing With a single and two RBIs and pulling into second on the throw, Kelsey Poley.
0: More aggressive base running from the Central Lady Rebels. They get those two runs back, and they've got two in scoring position now for Sydney Miles up at the plate.
1: And Miles betting left-handed, and it looks like we get a... Checking something between the center fielder Emily
0: Hochstatter and the shortstop Gracie Lawson. I don't know if what it was. There's something on, on her hand, her throwing hand, I think that Hochstetter was looking at her. Now she's got her glove back on, so.
1: I don't know what that was about. So Sydney Miles stands in, and she's ahead in the count, one and zero. Oh. That's right, not struggling to find the strike zone, but struggling to keep the ball away from the swinging bats that Central is bringing to the plate.
0: And so far, Ava Wright on the 12 pitches that she's delivered. All but three of them have been for strikes.
1: The 1-0 misses high and away, and it's 2-0 to the hitter in the three spot, Sydney Miles. And on deck, Cadence Cosby. You don't want to get to her.
0: Especially not With again. With this many getting...
1: runners on base and well, nobody and else. the
0: speed that they've got as well. Portell at left, Pauly at second, and Sydney Miles at first. It gets out of the infield. All three of them could score.
1: The 2-0 right there for a called and strike. And Ava Wright back into the count it's two and one and the two one from right this one's fouled off and that'll even the count two and two and Sean I mentioned you don't want to get to Cadence Cosby you don't want to get to her with the bases loaded and nobody out I think you'd, you'd be a lot more happier with two on and, and one away
4: oh
0: absolutely
1: as Miles is all the way as far as Oh, she could go in the batter's box. Her back foot, even with the front of the plate, and the 2-2 misses high, and it's full.
0: I imagine Jessica's first is open. Ava Wright won't be pitching too aggressively on this pitch to Sydney Miles.
1: The 3-2 at the knees and low, and that'll be ball four, and the bases will be loaded with nobody out. And here comes Cadence Cosby.
0: This is top of the order for the Central Lady Rebels. This is you got tough outs all around, but great athleticism as well. I mentioned it before, even with Cosby, if you want to include her in that, she's only you know digging into uh, uh, the plate here in the batter's box. But even for a catcher, she's got some good speed too. It's not like you know she's a liability on the base paths so or someone that you're swapping out for a courtesy runner on the regular basis.
1: And she'll be ahead in the count as that one misses just above the letters for a ball. And Cadence Cosby walked in her first at bat on four pitches. Moved up to second on a wild pitch, then scored on an error. And A big opportunity for her here in the bottom of the third. She had a sec fly in the second. Here we are in the third with the bases loaded and nobody out. And she's ahead 2-0 as that one misses high.
0: Eva Wright, like you said before, was really aggressive with attacking. She's now down to, out of her 19 pitches, only 11 have been for strikes. From 75% down to just a little under 58%.
1: Cosby in, right to the rubber. She'll deliver the 2-0. And that one catches the top of the strike zone. Count now 2-1. Infield yeah, playing in, except the shortstop. The 2-1. Ooh, that nearly got a piece of cadence. Cosby had to get out of way of it, and it's 3-1. Uh,
0: almost got a piece for upstairs, too. She really had to lean back and turn away from that one.
1: She's back into the batter's box, ahead in the count, three and one, and Wright delivers the pitch. That one's high for a ball, and the pitch gets to the backstop. One run will score on the base on balls with the bases loaded, and the Sox remain juiced as Chloe Dishvine comes to the plate. Now 9 nothing, the
0: lead for the Central Lady Rebels. And again, we're still with nobody out, now we can have that conversation. Say here, the Central Lady Rebels, they do get three more runs home. That's everyone who's on base. Assume they come around and score. Now if you're the Potosi Lady Trojans, you're looking at the 4th and the 5th innings. Try to get some of those runs back to prevent being run-ruled in 5 innings. And you're going to have the lower part of the order come into the plate for the most part of that. It'll begin in the top of the 4th inning with their 5-hitter, Danielle King, to lead things off.
1: Chloe Dishpine already ahead in the count. First pitch missed, and that one does as well. Outside and high, and the count's 2-0. and oh
0: ava wright has really struggled to find the strike zone again after starting 75 percent on the first 12 pitches she's thrown the next 12 has now dropped it down to 50 percent
1: the 2-0 from wright to Dishbine. the pitch off speed just misses outside again Dishbine ahead 3-0 and she walked in the second and struck out in the first
0: guys we haven't seen lily bryant come out to have a conversation with ava wright at this point Time is called at the plate by Chloe Dishbein, who will step out and check the wristband that she's got in her back pocket. Getting a play from Taylor Guile, her head coach.
1: Think I'm she's got the green light,
0: Sean? I would say no just because of how much Wright has struggled.
1: A Definitely not up. on that one. Nope, and that misses low, and that'll bring in another run. So three straight singles followed by three straight walks and two runners, uh, beg your pardon, four runners have come in to score.
0: And now here comes the head coach of the Potosi Lady Trojans, Mariah Coleman, in her second season.
1: And I'll make the score 10-2 to in favor of the Central Lady Rebels. As that walk burden, Kelsey Pollitt, who had a two RBI single earlier in this inning. And Zoe Ray will come in with the Bases loaded, still, and nobody out. After the meeting, right, still in the circle as players try and fix the circle. There's a couple of divots where you're pushing off of the rubber and finishing. And an eight-run lead for the Lady Rebels as. Zoe Ray stands in. She reached on an error in the first and singled in the second. She scored back in the first inning as well. First pitch she sees. That one's up at her eyes for a ball. And a seven straight balls to central hitters. And the 1-0. That one's low. Make it eight. Ava Wright has
0: just had a hard time finding the strike zone here ever since the bases got loaded against her. And this is starting to get, you know, to the point where you wonder if Shannon Riddle out in left field, if Mariah Coleman might make the switch back to her at some point.
1: That went in there for a strike, make it two and one. And, you know, with
0: Riddle out in left field, I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing, to put her back in in place of Ava Wright. You know who's going to go back to her, but it just could be one of those where, it, listen, it's not your day. You're a little off today. We'll get them back next time.
1: Swing and a miss. That one up high, and Zoe Ray helps out Ava Wright and the counts two and two. The 2-2, two, two. this one's golf towards the left center field gap. That'll get down a one-run will score, as will a second. Rounding third and scoring, Cadence Cosby pulling into third base. That's Chloe Dishbein, and Zoe Ray has a two-RBI single, and that makes it 12-2 Central.
0: Another good at-bat this time from Zoe Ray for the Central Lady Rebels. We've seen it, whether it's against Ava Wright or Shannon Riddle, a lot of patience at the plate from the Central Lady Rebels, just waiting for their pitch, fouling it off if they don't like getting a two-strike count. We've seen some really intelligent batting from the Central Lady Rebels. And, you know, it goes to show why they're averaging double-digit runs over the course of the season. That'll go up a little bit here with 12 runs over the course of three innings. But now we're getting into the point of the conversation where in the 12-2 game and still nobody out, we could be talking about a potential run rule that ends this game early. We're already at the 10 runs here and still nobody out in the bottom of the third, whether it's this inning or even in the fourth inning. If the Central Lady Rebels get five more, this game's over
1: we got a pinch hitter. Alex Neff stands in in place of J.C. McMillian.
0: Confirming that with the Potosi side
1: as well as Ava Wright is in the
0: circle, just trying to find still the first out in the third inning.
1: Runners are at the corners. And this is the ninth batter to come to the plate, and still nobody out in this bottom of the third inning. John, you look at it now and as the first pitch misses to Neff and Ray will steal second base. Count one and oh and four runs. Beg your pardon. Five runs. And you're looking at the fifteen run rule, six runs. Oh, to get to the to run get to rule, the yes, run five. rule, yeah, five. Quick math as the yeah. 1-0 misses. Well,
0: six already in this inning for the Central Lady Rebels, but again, with still nobody out, that's where, you know, if there were one or two outs, I don't think it would be appropriate to have this conversation yet. But the fact that there's still nobody out in this inning, I think it is fair to prompt that question of, Is could the Central Lady Rebels pull that off in this inning? And then in that case, beat just two runs allowed by Central Lady Rebel pitching. Again, that's in three innings of work as opposed to a full game, but... I think Central will be happy with that pitching outing.
1: The 2-1, Neff lays off with a close pitch, and it's three and one as she's ahead in the count, and Ella McClanahan is due up. We'll see if they bring her to bat. They bring in a pinch hitter and then re at her in the next inning if we get there, and the 3-1 misses low, and that's a five pitch walk, and the bases are back to being loaded for the leadoff hitter in the inning, Ella McClanahan.
0: Everyone's had a chance to come to the plate for the Central Lady Rebels does appear to be McClanahan who will dig in. They're not going to be pinch hitting her. Center doesn't exactly have a ton of options to pinch hit.
1: McClanahan chases the first pitch high, and it's
0: 0-1. mckinley Portell's really the only player left on the bench, if you will. You do have Kylie Peter, but she's the flex.
1: The 0-1 pitch. This one grounded. That'll find the hole between the third base and shortstop. One runner comes in. The Left fielder botches it, but Ray going to stay put at third base, and the bases will remain loaded on another RBI single from McClanahan, her second RBI single, and her third single of the game, and her second in the inning. Just a big inning
0: for the Central Lady Rebels offense. And again, still nobody out in the bottom of the third inning. It's just showing the potential this Central Lady Rebels bunch has on the season. They've got the offense to keep up with the West Counties, the St. Genevieve's, the Valley Catholics this year, if they can just get enough pitching. It doesn't need to be this, you know, stellar lockdown. You know, you know when you're facing off against them, it's, shoot, we're going to be lucky to get one or two runs against this. It doesn't need to be that. But if you can keep those good teams at five, six runs, you've got a chance against that competition if you're Central.
1: The 0-1 or the 1-0 rather fouled off and it got a piece of both the catcher and the umpire. (laughs) Count even at 1 1. Alexia Poppy is at the dish. Ava Wright still in the circle. With the bases loaded and nobody out. And seven runners have scored this inning. 13 2 the score. The 1 1 at the knees for a strike. Count 1 2. Poppy singled as the second batter in this inning and came around to score. And uh, the 1-2, off speed, swing and a miss, and got away from the catcher. Poppy's out. Yeah. So that'll be strikeout number one for Ava Wright.
0: And out number one in the inning, too, and that's got to be a huge feeling of relief for Ava Wright in the circle.
1: And that brings in a... Pinch hitter instead of Alexis Portell. It is McKinley Portell.
0: I was gonna say that's all that's left on the bench. So McKinley Portell will get a chance to bat here. Then like I said, the only other person left that we hasn't seen and that bat at the plate will be Kylie Peter. But she's the flex player in place of Zoe Ray. So I'm not sure if she can really enter the lineup unless it's in place of Zoe Ray, who stands at third right now.
1: And so the lefty, McKinley-Portel, stands in with the bases loaded and one away. And she'll lay off the first pitch low for a ball, and she's ahead in the count, 1-0. and oh In a long inning the bottom half of this third.
0: Ray at third and Neff at second, McClanahan at first.
1: The 1-0 missing in the dirt again, and it's 2-0. Right to the rubber. Pushes off and deals, and this one lined right back to her off of her glove, and it's going to scoot one out at second. The throw in the first, not a time, and it gets away. And one runner will come in. Now the throw coming back to the catcher. Diving in safely is the runner in Neth. And two runners score, one on an RBI fielder or a fielder's choice play. One scores, the second on the throwing error by the shortstop. And so the game-ending run now is Kelsey Polin at the dish with the runner at second. I beg your pardon? That would make it 15-2. They still need four more runs for the 15-run rule here in the third. Score is 13-2 currently, and Poli in. She'll lace this one right back where it came from. That'll get to the center fielder, and rounding third is po- or Portal, Portel, and she'll score the third to second in time, but the shortstop can't hang on and on the back safely. It's Kelsey Pauly. That'll be an RBI double. Just another
0: nice piece of hitting from Kelsey Pollitt, who's now three for four on the game. She's certainly going to be a contender for the Little Caesars Pizza Pizza player of the game when it all is said and done.
1: That brings in Sidney Miles. The recipient of the Little Caesars pizza pizza player of the game gets a classic cotton-ready pizza from Little Caesars. You can choose from a pepperoni sausage or cheese pizza for just five uh, six ninety nine, or a large thin crust pepperoni pizza for seven ninety nine. available all day, every day at Little Caesars. Those locations are in Farmington and Deloge.
0: Ten-run bottom of the third inning for the Central Lady Rebels. Talk about a crooked number up on the scoreboard has been a big inning for Central. Again, just showing the potential this team has when their offense is
1: firing on all cylinders. With the runner at second, the count. One ball and one strike. The pitch. That one's outside. There are two away in the inning. As Miles, the lefty, stands in with the runner at second base. That's Kelsey Polite. And now the count is 2-1 and one as that one is in there for a strike. Oh, beg your pardon, 2-2. Two two.
0: That's on me. I corrected you on that one. I looked up at the scoreboard and saw it was 2-0 uh, and oh
1: before. And the 2-2 two, two off speed. That one's going to hop to the catcher, stealing third base will be Kelsey Polite. Well, I don't think she was initially
0: planning on stealing third, but when the pitch to the plate slipped out of the hand of Ava Wright, and kind of like that one before that we saw that Tomahawk swing at, this time it was way off the plate.
1: 3-2, this one in the air, going to be tough to play. The left fielder going to come and get it as it just hooks to her, and Shannon Riddle comes away with it, and that finally puts an end to the merciful long inning as that ends the third inning. 16-2 is the score. We head to the fourth inning and Central leading Potosi on KFMO. Danielle King leads things off for Potosi here in the fourth inning. And she's behind 0-1 after fouling the first pitch off. It's still Alexia Poppy in the circle. And this is a slow roller to the third baseman. McClanahan up with it and a good stretch by Dishbein on a corner-to-corner throw. And then two pitches, there's one away in this top of the fourth. Alexia Papi still in the
0: circle for the Central Lady Rebels. Talk about being aggressive. She's been pounding the strike zone all game. She's looked pretty good throughout this contest, too. But when you've got a 14-run cushion, you can be as aggressive as you want. Every pitch should be for a strike.
1: First pitch to Lily Bryan, the catcher, swung on and missed. You mentioned that Pompey is pounding the strike zone. She's had just two batters where there's been at least three balls on the count.
0: Yeah, just super aggressive throughout this game. She's looked really, really good in the circle.
1: The 0-1 to Bryan. This one pulled down the left field line and foul. Brian is behind 0-2. What a huge answer it would be for Poppy to have a quick inning here after that huge bottom of the third for the Central Lady Rebels where they played 10 runs on 7 hits. The 0-2 from Poppy, off speed, foul off. Good job by Brian to stay alive on that one. Brian back to the box. And the 0-2. This one's popped up back behind us and foul. And we'll redo the 0-2 again. Check the out-of-town scoreboard. Fredericktown trailing Hillsboro after four innings, 6-5. to five. And on the soccer side, at halftime, Farmington and Fredericktown tied 1-1. Out-of-town
0: scoreboard check. Mineral area overhead door brings it to you. 1020 Woodlawn Drive, just north of Farmington.
1: The 0-2 fouled off down the third baseline. We'll do it again. Good at-bat by Lily Bryan. Still behind 0-2, but fouling off the last three pitches in an 0-2 count. Well, this is exactly what we've seen from the Central
0: Lady Rebels throughout this game. That's really been a key indicator of their success, especially through the early innings at the plate. Anything that was close when they were down by two strikes, they would slice it off foul until they got something good. Here we're seeing the same thing from Lily Bryan.
1: The 0-2 misses high and away for a ball. Lily Bryan working the count. That one misses low in the dirt, and the count's even at two balls and two strikes. Lily Bryan, 0-for-1 in the game, reaching a fielder's choice, batting 400 on the season coming into the contest, 4-for-10, and the 2-2. And she'll swing and miss at that one outside. That'll be strikeout number four in the game for Alexia Poppy. And there's two away quickly, and that'll bring in the new left fielder, Shannon Riddle. Riddle in line for the loss. And if
0: you're Potosi, you just want to get something going in this top of the fourth inning.
1: That's a hard hit ball, but well fouled. Down the third base line, past the bag, and Riddle's behind 0-1. And
0: again, this is a Potosi team that over the course of the season has struggled to put runs up on the board, and they've gotten two off Poppy throughout this game like to see if they could get at least one more chance up at the plate with their team in the top of the fifth inning. I think it really helped their case here by getting a run or two here in the top of
4: the fourth.
1: Count even at one ball, one strike, and that one gets a piece of Riddle, and she'll find her way on base with a hit-by-pitch as Riddle works her way to first base, and that brings in Callie Longston. Alexia Poppy toes the rubber. We are ready to go. In a 16-2 ball game, off speed just high and outside for a ball. Logsdon struck out in the third inning. The inning in which Potosi scored two and Central got it back and then some. And she's ahead of that one. Off speed, it's one-and-one. One. That was a good pitch by Poppy to pull the string and bury it inside Poppy deals right there for a strike and Sean you look at it the catcher Cadence Cosby she is right on the plate Yep. but it helps her out that the Potosi batters are way up in the box too count one and two so she won't be called for a catcher's interference the one two this one's yanked foul down the third baseline we'll do it again
0: I think she's just kind of matching where the batter is. That's also going to help her case in terms of trying to frame pitches as well, if she can be a little closer to the front of the plate like that.
1: Absolutely. I tell you, if I'm a batter and I notice that I'm backing up in the box, give me that free base. That counts one and two in the pitch from Poppy. That one's off the end of the bat to the second baseman. Peter is there. No, Dishpine comes away with it. Tags the runner. And that'll do it as Logsdon couldn't beat it out. Peter was coming on. Dishbine snagged it and made two steps towards the first base back to retire. Logsdon and Potosi is retired. No runs, no hits, no errors. One runner left on, and the score is 16-2 to as we head to the bottom of the fourth on on.
3: We care
2: and take care of you when it comes to your insurance needs. I'm Chris Morrison, your local State Farm agent in Farmington. Our agency will take the time to sit down with you and develop an insurance plan best suited for you and your family. Learn more online at chrismorrisonagency.com. We're proud to be a part of high school sports.
0: You love your truck, and Plaza Tire Service is here to help you make it even better. We've got wheels, leveling kits, and of course, the area's largest selection of light truck tires. With ATs and mud tires up to 35s and bigger, Plaza Tire Service has you covered. The pros at Plaza Tire Service can help you select a great combination that will work with your truck. Plus, with our Plaza Tire Service card or no credit needed financing, your upgrades can be easy on your budget. So take your truck from stock to spectacular with Plaza Tire Service. High School Softball on KFMO is brought to you by LeCari Auto Body, your PPG distributor in the Parkland, Ozark Federal Savings and Loan in Farmington, Boyden Associates in Farmington, and the Kimber Monroe Law Office in Farmington.
1: Bottom of the fourth inning, 16-2, Central with the advantage, and they bring up Kaden's Cosby, 4-5-6-2 up in the inning. Two runs in the game, if you're Potosi, you don't want to get, give away those two runs, but you'll need a fast inning. As Central has scored four in the first, two in the second, and ten in the third inning. It's 16-2, Rebels. Cosby has walked twice and scored in a sack fly in the second. Officially, she is 0-for-0 0 0 with two runs. And she's ahead in the count 1-0 as Ava Wright still in the circle, misses high. That's it. The Central Lady Rebels, they just need
0: one run here if they want to end this game early. So... Like I said before, in the top of the fourth inning, Potosi
1: would like this one coming our way. That win takes it away from us. That's an error fan behind home plate. (laughs) One and one is the count. Score 16 to two. But that's why if you're a Potosi Trojan fan, just get that top of the order back
0: up again. You would have liked to see them get a run in the top half of the fourth inning. That would bring nine, one, and two up to the plate. In the next inning, assuming nothing else changed batting order wise, just getting that one run home
1: as that one goes to the backstop. Ava, right back to the circle on the pitch. That one's high. Cadence Cosby, a cleanup hitter for Central. She's got some pop to her swing, but with that win, it's gonna to be tough to hit one out. The pitch lifts this one in the air to left field. The left fielder giving chase, that's Riddle. It's gonna get well foul, and the wind knocked it down in foul territory as well. Yeah, if
0: the wind's blown the other direction, this ball game's over. Cosby's walking it off in the bottom of the fourth inning via the run rule. That was well struck, but again, like a couple that we've seen throughout this game, it's hanging up there, and the wind is doing it no favors.
1: Count, two balls and two strikes. And the 2-2. This one again popped up. This one could be playable by Gracie Lawson. The shortstop, she'll go back and get it on the outfield grass and make the catch. That is the first time in four innings that Potosi pitching has retired the first batter in the lineup for Central.
0: And for Ava Wright, after the last inning she had, the majority of those 10 runs came before the first out did. So to get the leadoff hitter out to start the bottom of the fourth inning, I think she's going to be happy about that.
1: First pitch missing high for a ball to Chloe Dishbein. She struck out in the first, walked in the second and third, and scored in the third. 1-0, and she pops this one up. Could be playable by either the shortstop or third baseman. Shortstop going a long way to get it and makes the play. Gracie Lawson, what a good play.
0: Really showing off the range. She had a long way to go to get that one. She had the best angle on it, but again, even with that wind pushing it away from her with the angle that she took, that is not
1: an easy play to make. Potosi trying to play one more inning and hopefully score some runs. As Zoe Ray stands in, and she swings and misses at the first pitch she sees for a strike. And this is a great bounce-back inning for Ava Wright so far. No matter what happens
0: from here, even if that 15th lead run, leading run comes home and scores at some point, I think you got to be happy with how Ava Wright bounced back after what was a really tough bottom of the
1: third inning. Ground ball going to find a hole. Oh, and a diving play! Oh, but on the first and the second baseman, Harley Clay, couldn't get it, and that'll be... You could rule it an error, but I, mean, I am going to go with single because that was so deep in the hole. Yep. Harley
0: Clay at the dove dive for it; she's laying in the dirt, tries to backhand it towards first. The throw's a little offline because that—I don't think that's fair to rule it. No, that was—that would have been an incredible play from Harley Clay to make.
1: And I think no matter what, Ray was safe anyways. It was—it yeah. would have been a close one. That brings in J.C. McClanahan. I beg your pardon, Alex Neff, as they keep her in the game. She's ahead 1-0. and On first base, Zoe Ray, and she represents the game-ending run in a 16-2 ball game, and that one's going to scoot to the backstop. Ray going to stay at first base, and the count's 2-0. and McMillian was hit in the first and struck out in the second. Then in the third, Alex Neff came to bat. She walked and scored. She's ahead 2-0 and here. And she'll foul this one off over the backstop, and that makes the count two and one. With the runner at first base and two away, if we do get to the fifth inning, Central would only need three outs. As this one's popped up on the infield, the second baseman Clay coming to get it. it is going to hop into the center, into the circle, as Ava Wright didn't know where it was at and the second baseman, Harley Clay, came on, oftentimes you don't want the pitcher to have to make a play, but right there, that's where Wright needs to make
3: one.
0: I, I don't even think Wright was looking at it. No. I think she saw it popped up towards the second baseman,
1: Clay, who kind of similar
0: to what we saw before where she called, Clay called for it. And so I think gave a Wright, rather than watch the ball and see where it was heading, just kind of like, okay, that's your ball, you got it. And then trying to just watching Clay, and she didn't even realize how close it was until it landed right next to her.
1: Ella McClanahan sends this one in the air to right field. The right fielder coming on, Longson is there, makes the catch, and we'll go to the top of the fifth inning. 16-2 to is the score. Central strands two runners in the first inning where Potosi pitching does not allow a run. Three outs, and we send you to the postgame show coming up after this as Central leads 16-2 to to the top of the fifth inning.
0: Complete Vision Care in Lettington and Festus, proudly serving the parkland's eye care needs since 1966. We would like to thank you for voting Complete Vision Care as the best eye doctor of the parkland five years in a row. Complete Vision Care in Lettington and Festus, the
4: ideal choice.
3: Congratulations, you're having a little girl.
4: At that moment, everything changed. Our hopes and dreams for
1: ourselves were instantly replaced by our hopes and dreams for her. We got life insurance policies from Shelter Insurance so that regardless of what life throws at us,
2: we'll still be able to provide the world to her. Shelter Life Insurance Company, Columbia,
0: Missouri. Find out how J.J. Vickers can help you with your auto, home, and life needs at 573-358-3674.
1: Into the fifth inning, Potosi coming up. It's 9-1-2, Harley Clay is the leadoff hitter. She's ahead 1-0 and the pitch. Make it 2-0, that one just missed. As Alexia Poppy still in the pitcher circle. Working in her fifth inning of work. She's allowed just two runs. Gonna need five runs from
0: Potosi to keep this game going, at least another inning. Tall task in front of them, especially with the way Poppy's
1: pitched today. She's been really solid. The count, three balls, no strikes. To Clay. And the pitch. Swinging 3-0 and lacing it foul is Clay. And I think
0: that was about to be ball four. It was a little low, a little inside on her. I think she would have been best off just laying off of that one. I'm okay with giving players the green light 3-0, but it's one of those, it's got to be your pitch. If it's not a great pitch, and it's going to be low like that, just lay off of it see if you get the call.
1: Clay singled it. Back in the third inning, the 3-1 on the ground again. That would have also been ball four, and the count's now three and two.
0: Pape, who's seldom fallen behind in at-bats, doing a
1: nice job this time, working it back full. This is the second full count pitch of the game, and another foul ball will do it again, as Clay stays alive. The first one was actually to her in the third inning. When she singled on a 3-2 count. One other three-ball count, and that came to the leadoff hitter in the game, Hoxtedter, who grounded out on a 3-1 count. Here we are, 3-2 again. As Clay stands in, Poppy deals the 3-2. Outside for a ball and a leadoff walk to Clay, and that sets the table for Emily Hockstetter, the leadoff hitter in the Potosi lineup. It's a good battle to start the inning, Sean. No, especially out of your nine spot.
0: I mean, with Potosi in this game, anything shy of just an unbelievable comeback for the ages, you're just looking for silver linings at this point. And that's going to be one of them, that nice at-bat at the end of the game from Harley Clay, that nice inning from Ava right before in the
1: fourth to bounce back. Grounder back to the pitcher. They get one at second, the throw on the first, not in time. And so Hoxstetter will reach on the fielder's choice. Oh, but they call the runner safe at second. Yeah, they're going to say oh, no. They no, are no, they're going to call her out. I thought I thought she was safe, oh. Sean. I thought the player was way off the bag. The shortstop, Sidney Miles. That's what I thought. And
0: at second base, Harley thought the same thing as well. But Clay, uh, Harley Clay is just told, "No, nope, you're out. You got to make your way back to the dugout."
1: So it'll be ruled a fielder's choice, six-four on the putout, and the runner at first is Honksteder, and ahead of that pitch is Ava Wright, and she's behind 0-1. Right, reached in a fielder's choice in the third and scored. She struck out in the first. O for 2 officially with the run scored, and she's behind 0-1. The pitch from Poppy. This one's to the third baseman. She'll get it on to first. Not in time. Back safely is Hockstetter. And there's two away. I think if that is smoked
0: a little bit more, Hockstetter is out at first. Because I think because it just had a little air under it, a little loop to get to McClanahan at third, that allowed Hochstatter to get a chance to start her break back to first base.
1: But a good heads up play by McClanahan to get it over there. And the first pitch to Jade Williams. She watches it in there for a strike. As Potosi's down to their final out in Central, trying to win their last three ball games and get above 500 for the first time this season. The 0 1 in the dirt for a ball. And the count evens at 1 1. Gracie Lawson, if we can get there. Is on deck. It's Williams at the dish. And a 16-2 rebel lead. The pitch outside for a ball. And Williams ahead in the count two and one. She had a two RBI double in her last trip in the third. That's how Potosi got their two runs across. And the two-one. This one's popped up to the left fielder going back. Portel, she'll come back in, make the catch, and that'll do it. And that is the ballgame. 16-2, the final score. Central wins it. They're 3-2 and two in the season. Potosi, they fall to 1-8 and 1-3 and, one and three in conference play. Central now 3-2 and two in AAA league play, and we send you to the Bill Best American Family Insurance postgame show after this in the Parkland Sports Leader. AM 1240 KFMO Central wins 16-2.